0: Welcome to the Something Something Experience podcast, episode 65. I'm Michael John Simpson. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash something2xp. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And if you sign up for the free trial at audibletrial.com something2xp, it won't cost you anything extra, and they'll give us a little something in return. Help us out, won't you? Kitty Brown is back after a month's long hiatus. We sat down to catch up and talk about TV, movies, nerd culture, systemic sexism in entertainment and representation. There's more to life than just pink dick. Here's episode 65 of the Something Something Experience.
1: Mini episode. <laughs> we are now.
0: We're recording now. Yay. <laughs> and you should have heard all the stuff we were talking about before. Woo-wee. <laughs> <World's> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: um, to protect the innocent
0: <laughs> That's right That's right Yes Batches mm-hmm. Hey Kate Brown It's been forever
1: I know I've been really really busy And then I was sick And all of that All the things I'm back Yay
0: <laughs> We haven't been in, Done a podcast together for
1: Like a, a month six, or so It's been a while Yeah yeah, so. yeah Well it's hard to do a podcast Like when you're coughing And you have a sore throat Sure. No voice.
0: (laughs) Microphone does not like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's been a lot of really, really amazing nerdy shit in the last couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Well, also it's the season finale of Sports Ball. Right.
0: Yep. Yep. The
1: fandom's going going nuts.
0: Sports Ball, and don't forget the kitten bowl. Yes. uh, um, (laughs) But new X Files. Mm -hmm. Holy shit!
1: No spoilers. I'm not. I'm not caught up yet.
0: Won't spoil anything it's like we never left. It's like, it's, it's 12 years later, mm-hmm. right back where we left off kind of yeah. thing. You know, they've been, you know, they've been doing their lives and they come mm-hmm. right back in and we're right back in with cases and, yeah. and things. Yeah. And the, the, the sense of humor, I mean, all the same cast and writing and mm-hmm. crew and people. And, and it just, it feels like our old X files as just continuing and it's beautiful. And I, I really hope that it's going to be more than just the six episodes that they've done. Well,
1: I love all the, like, good 90s TV shows are getting, Mm -hmm. like, revivals and more episodes. Like, oh, my God, did you see the picture that uh, Sherilyn Fenn put on her Instagram Mm -hmm, and, like, mm -hmm. her Audrey Horn, like, up-doing everything? I was like, "Oh." oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Audrey Horn. Even it that's the thing about Audrey Horn it, 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 as a dude. It's like, okay, this is supposed to be a high school girl, but holy fuck. Well, that's not fair.
1: And, and <laughs> we've talked about this before, like, that's the moment that solidifies that like Dale Cooper is just a good person because totally. she's like, she's on the bed, like, throwing herself 18. at him She is legal. Yeah, she she's is eighteen, legal.
0: but she throws herself yeah, at him and, and he's just like let's be friends.
1: Yeah. He's you need, like, you don't you need, need a friend. You don't, let's need, get an, some you don't fries. need an older
0: man to bang you. You need yeah. somebody to actually listen to you and what yeah. you have to say. And it's just like, Dale Cooper, I love you for that. Yeah, yeah, And then, speaking of X-Files, Dave Duchovny, Cooper, just exactly how old was that girl? <laughs> that was the one thing that even at the time in the original Twin Peaks, where mm-hmm. I was just like, there was a little bit of that kind of transphobia or homophobia thing, just a little bit, because mm-hmm. Cooper where Cooper was really amazing on one level. On another level, he was just like, well, gee, Denise, I didn't think you'd no longer be interested in girls. And he goes, you know, I just put my, my, my pantyhose on one leg at a time, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. The perfect and, response, right? But then he goes, <laughs> "Not really," and it was just like, "Oh, come on," you know. And yeah. it's like,
1: yeah, well, but
0: but the way that they handled a trans character in that mm-hmm. show and having David, De- obviously having David yeah. Duchovny played, perfect, but yeah. but having a trans character in nineteen ninety ninety one, you know, on American TV, mm-hmm. and you know, and they didn't, even, they they weren't even being called trans people or whatever I mean the the term was transvestite back then or cross dresser or whatever Mm -hmm. but having having Denise's having Denise's explanation of of being on assignment having to dress as a woman to Mm -hmm. to whatever to go undercover and the feeling of women's clothes and it just became this thing that I want to do all the time every day and it's who I am and it's like How what a beautiful, wonderful explanation of that that's not loaded or heavy handed or snickery or Mm -hmm. hey, we're making fun of this.
1: Very matter of fact.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like this is just what I want to do.
1: Um in regards to like Dale Cooper like not handling it the best, like I felt like it was a very human Mm -hmm, response. mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. I'm not saying like, oh, it was it was the best response ever, but Mm -hmm. the way that like they made him kind of like, okay, I don't understand this, but he was still, for the most accepted. part, respectful and accepted. Right, right,
0: right, right. Yeah. yeah, it was this thing of like, wow, I don't understand that. And the other guys, here's these, all these guys working in a sheriff's department in a little podunk town in the middle of Washington State, yeah. and they're all just like, Wow. You don't see that every day? Yeah. Cool. Whatever. Great. Yeah. And they just rolled with it.
1: They're like, they yes, just that's nice. They completely
0: rolled with it. Yeah. It was great.
1: <laughs> and and that should be the response of like, oh, yes, that's nice. Moving on.
0: I had a conversation, <laughs> a really nice conversation with Michael Horse, who played, uh, who played, uh, um, uh, uh, shit, Tracker, Hawk, who played yes. Deputy Hawk, um, yes. uh, just couldn't remember the character's name, um, played Deputy Hawk uh outside of Ralph's and Van Eyes once mm-hmm. and we just sat and chatted for like 5 minutes yeah. about David Lynch. And Did you see and the of-
1: promo with him where like they have him in costume like his hair is completely white? Like mm. he just looks like such a badass. Oh so my great. god. So great.
0: So great. Yeah. So um, it, it's interesting to see, you know, who's going to come back and who's not. And, you know, I mean, if there will be questions answered from the final, from the finale, you know, like... Mm-hmm. And did, even did, from
1: Fire Walk With Me. Oh,
0: sure, sure, yeah. sure. Well, I mean, Fire Walk With Me was a prequel, so pretty much everything that was in there was kind of answered inside of Twin Peaks the series. I but mean, in there was still, order.
1: yeah, some, like, little things, you know, like... I, I love, like, it's the perfect, like ending mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. like you have all those things like dale cooper is trapped in the lodge and laura's just like what's a dale cooper <laughs> right, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know
0: my name's annie i'm with the good dale yeah dale's in the lodge i'm with the good dale and yeah right yeah. in your diary it was so great yeah but but The whole 25 years later thing would be interesting to see if that's where they're going to start off with from that moment in the lodge where Laura...
1: um, Well, Mike Frost is writing a book about the things that happened, like, in those 25 years, and that's supposed to come out, Mm -hmm. like, when the show debuts Mm -hmm. on Showtime. So, like, as soon as that's, like, somewhere where I can buy it, it's just like, give it to me! Give it to me! Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Yeah, but that whole thing of, like, like, did... Did Doc Hayward kill uh, uh, Ben Horn? You know mm-hmm. when he when he punched him and he hit yeah. his head on the mantle. And yeah. He was there twitching with a bleeding forehead. You know, did mm-hmm. he kill him? Or you know, and you know, did Audrey? Obviously, Audrey did not get killed in the bank explosion because yeah. she's there. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's really it's going to be interesting to see what has happened in the that twenty five years. Yeah. So. Well,
1: also, like, I just want. To see Audrey running shit and running the hotel and being, like, the badass Badass boss lady that she is. Now
0: she's Ben Horn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm so stoked for Twin Peaks.
0: Twin Peaks. (laughs) But, yeah, CX-Files, I think all three episodes are available online. It's on Hulu. Yeah. And they're also available, I think, just on, like, YouTube or something. It's
1: honestly been time like yeah. I mean, you know how much training stuff I do. Sure, it's sure, finding sure. the time. Yeah, you've to been really upping your things. your
0: athletic stuff. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's what makes me feel empowered. That's what makes me feel really pretty, and you know I get a cool set of skills out of it. Oh sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Like I was training with uh, Omar, whom we both know from the clubs, um, and we were doing like some eskrima, and then he showed me how like eskrima techniques can translate to knife fighting. Mm. You know, so like that was a lot of fun. Like, knife fighting is not practical because, like, no matter what, like, somebody's gonna get hurt. And if somebody ever pulled a knife on me, it's like, here you go, just, just have my purse because everything in there is replaceable, but my vital organs, not so not much. much yeah. But I will say, I was very proud of myself because while he and I were sparring with, like, you know, our little plastic, like, spatula-looking knives, mm-hmm. I was able to disarm him and get the knife out of his hand twice. So That's cool. So I'll take my victories where I can get him, especially cool. because he's so, like, big and buff and right, swole. Right, and, right. Yeah. Swole. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've been hitting it hard. Our last two workouts, like, uh, yesterday and the, wor- and the week before, um, welcome back to Fitness Chat, um, mm-hmm. uh, we're really – I. it's funny because we got – we got to work out. We've been like, like super social calendar types since yeah. you know since this year started and social
1: butterfly. That's right.
0: We've been out <laughs> and feeling more confident and feeling like wanting to go out more mm-hmm. and that's well been and great.
1: having more energy to go oh, out yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. of your workouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, like I, I, I've been telling people, I feel like I'm 25 again. I don't yeah. feel 45 years old. I yeah. just don't. And and. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh thanks. <laughs> thanks, bev Thank you. Um really forty five. Why I oughta. Um <laughs> So we've been going out, and, and but my whole thing is, if I'm going to go out any night during the weekend, I want to go out on Friday night, because it makes the entire weekend seem so much fat, so much yeah. longer. And um, and
1: it's a nice way to celebrate like getting through another work week. Right, 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 right.
0: So we've been going out Friday, and then getting not quite as much sleep as we should for Saturday morning workout, and be like, mm-hmm. fuck it, I can be tired during workout, I don't care. Yeah. And then... Last weekend Saturday we go, we show up to the park and they weren't done with the run.
2: Mm-hmm. Danny
0: was supposed to get up and run and she slept through her alarm and then um she was so she was mad at herself, but that everybody else was still running and we were supposed to start at eight o'clock and I showed mm-hmm. up like ten till eight or whatever they were supposed to be oh no, Danny was running um so I was supposed to show up I showed up early, I get there and we wind up and everybody doesn't get back to like eight twenty so mm-hmm. I'm like pissed off because they started late and I'm like. I got shit to do. I wanna yeah. I wanna have my workout time, I wanna get in and get it done, get in, get out and get on with my day. Mm-hmm. And at any minute over that that I have to wait or, you know, delay the rest of my yeah. day, I'm not happy about it. Yeah. And so I was actually When we, when we first started, when finally the group was together and we were going to start working out, I kind of had to go to the bathroom. So I stomped off to the bathroom and came back and everybody Mm -hmm. was like, what's wrong with him? And, and, and I think, and, and our trainer told everybody, it's like, I think he's kind of not happy that we started late. But anyway, here we go. We're (laughs) going. So I come back and I was pissed and I'm just like, I just looked, stared it in the face, stared it down to the ground and Mm -hmm. just, just tore ass through the whole thing. And, really was hurting for several days afterwards, but Mm -hmm. it was that good hurt of, of places that hadn't hurt before and using heavier weights and doing more reps and holding things longer. And, Really staring it down and and being like okay this plateau needs to fucking end it's been here Mm -hmm. since September because we did measurements Mm -hmm. I haven't lost a single inch since September Mm -hmm. and I haven't really lost any weight since September well
1: didn't you say you were going to try probiotics and pooping
0: I started yeah I started (laughs) on probiotics so far that hasn't done a lot Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I also am not have not been sleeping as much as I should because I've been out being social so Yeah. yeah (laughs) <laughs> I know that, that that's part of the thing, but, you know, we've got, and then we've got galley weekend coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's something else I wanted to talk about, but,
1: um, yeah. Well, so well,
0: this whole week, plans are, like, having to be put on hold for a week, which also, because we have all these new friends, and we're hanging out with people, and wanting to see mm-hmm. them, and wanting to do stuff, it's like, sorry, guys, we got to sit out for weeks, we've got this thing yeah. we got to do.
1: Well, you could have, like, you know, workout friend dates. Yeah. Um, I yeah. actually, oh, I actually yeah. had yeah, a guy... Yeah, yeah. F- Ask me on a workout date date. Fine. And I was like, oh my god, that's a thing. I love that that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, it's just... I'm trying to fit that into my social calendar. Plus,
0: plus, also the thing of, like... like Then you're kind of unafraid to be, like... Unkempt in front of them... Because by the time you get to the end of your workout, you're just like, Yeah dude. Like, I think
1: I look hot when I work out. Well, okay, all right, yeah. no, that's
0: cool. But I know, what I mean, <laughs> a lot of people are self conscious. Like, don't hit on me at the gym. I'm disgusting. I'm working out. Fuck you. Go away. Yeah. But yeah. you're on like on a date, and it's like, so you're you're already seeing me like like in you know melty phase, cause, yeah, because you know yeah. the giant ball of sweat or whatever, and you yeah. still want to go out with me. Cool. So yeah.
1: no, um, I I have some days where I'm like I'm just gonna like wear my workout gear. Cause I think I look really hot in my mm-hmm, workout mm-hmm, gear. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like my workouts go, I've been, you know, surpassing a lot of like, you know, my previous plateaus, like with deadlifts, um, before I was doing like around 85, 90 pounds. And then, Last week, I started doing 115 pounds, so working up to the Daisy Ridley 165 (laughs) deadlift. And it's so funny, like, I didn't even have to tell my trainer that, and he knew, you know? He's like, oh, we're only 65 pounds away from Daisy Ridley. I'm like, I like that you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm really getting tired of this plateau, although I will say... Something has changed in me in the last couple of weeks and I actually feel, I look in the mirror and I actually am liking what I see for the first time ever. Nice. Even since I was a little kid. Yeah. And I feel, and it's probably because all the extra testosterone and probably because of the extra energy or I feel. Or
1: because you just look fucking good. Well, that, like, that could that. be too, but I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm you know, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one to ever admit that that Mm -hmm. thing. There's a, there's a, there's a barrier in my brain that's been there all the long. That's like, like I'm, you know, I'm, it, it's hard for me to find myself attractive, mm-hmm. but yeah. well, I've been feeling that more lately, and it's a weird that, thing for me.
1: I know that you know this about me, like you and Danny, um, because you're two of my closest friends, but like, one of the things that really helped me get over that barrier and a lot of my body image issues is taking selfies, you know? Mm-hmm, and like, mm-hmm. I take so many selfies, and I maybe post like half of them, but every day... I'll take a selfie. Just
0: yeah, to like, you're you're one of the biggest yeah. proponents of like the self love thing and, yeah. and selfies as self yeah. form of self love, yeah. and it's not a conceit thing. It's a it's a I feel beautiful and I want mm-hmm. to express myself yeah. in this way. Yeah. And, yeah, and all of us. I mean, I, I haven't seen anybody uh, post a bad thing about any selfies that you've ever posted. Mm-hmm. And, well, and
1: I got into it with um, a friend from art school, and it was more of like an intellectual debate of like, you know, I think like she was saying, I think people who post too many selfies. Like, it comes off to me as insecure, blah, blah, blah. And I had to explain to her, like, I take a selfie every day as, like, a practice because this is how I deal with my body dysmorphia. Do I post those selfies all the time? No. Like, Mm -hmm. some of those selfies that I take, they're just for me to be like, all right, this is how I look today. This is how far I've gone in my workouts and my fitness journey. I feel pretty. I feel strong. Blah, blah, blah. You know? So it's not about the audience or about getting likes or anything like that. It is really just something that I do as a form of For self-care. You. For you. you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: self-care. Yeah. yeah. And cuz cuz I know a lot of our other friends are are, are all about that and posting yeah. so, and posting yeah. nice things about your selfies and stuff too. Yeah. I usually try to like them whenever I see them and
1: And it's it's nice that like most of, you know, the community that we have in the goth scene, they understand that, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot of
0: it's like look at my badass outfit. And yeah. It's less about it's more about like here I am I'm expressing myself as goth, and, mm-hmm. and this is, and then that's yeah. that's the thing that the this. And selfie it's, comes it's from also too. like
1: clothing as costume, right? Like, exactly. This is what's making me feel badass right. today. Right, right, right. You know,
0: I've taken a page out of your book, and I've started taking selfies of myself, and Yay. occasionally I share them with Danny because usually yeah. they're usually they're shirtless, and I don't mm-hmm. want to subject anybody to that. Um, mm-hmm. um, occasionally, I'll post something in the fitness uh, group we belong yeah. on Facebook, yeah, but. Um, but you know, I'm not trying to. I, my whole thing is, I don't want to come off like I'm trying to sexualize anything, right, anyone. So right. I'm self I'm I'm self aware about that. So I pretty mm-hmm. much just share them with Danny. Yeah. Um. But I've been taking a lot of selfies lately, mm-hmm. and I've been taking selfies where, like, I'm wearing. Like pajama pants, mm-hmm. like at my hip, like like down hugging my hips kind of yeah. thing, where you can really see the lower part of my torso and mm-hmm. all the way up to my shoulders and stuff. And Danny's over there nodding to herself in appreciation. <laughs> um, but 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 I've never ever looked in the mirror and thought, oh wow, okay, yeah. somebody might actually find me attractive because I know yeah. Danny's going to find me attractive because we're married and and mm-hmm. obviously we're. We're on each, we're on each yeah. other like high school kids all the time, yeah. and that's just the way we've always been. Even mm-hmm. when we were at our heaviest, we we were both at our heaviest point we'd ever been in our lives while yeah. married together. And yeah. we were still on each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and so it just goes
1: to show, like, confidence of, is right. the sexiest thing you can yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's not about... What size you are, or, you know, how skinny, it's about how you carry
0: yourself. For a while, my selfies were like, oh Christ, I, don't, I can't believe I actually can fit into these clothes. Yeah. Like, oh, new clothes. Wow, what's this all about? Yeah. I haven't, or the, pulled this old piece of, these old clothes out mm-hmm. and I have never been able to wear them forever. But, I mean, yeah. even with the, with the plateau, I'm still at a lower weight than I was when I moved mm-hmm. to California. I'm yeah. still at a lower weight than I was in, probably 1995
1: yeah a lot of the selfies that I take that I don't end up posting are selfies of me in like my old size 8 jeans that like I need a belt to hold them up now because I can like stretch them out and like you know fit like a small dog in there or something like that you know like I'm
0: It's like that picture of Danny and Lily with with the the dress where they're both inside the dress
1: exactly yeah yeah,
0: we have a giant pile of clothes mm-hmm. that don't fit that are huge on us. Now. Right, sitting waiting waiting for the right. donation people to contact us. Yeah, and our old scale and you yeah, know, some other stuff. But giant pile mm-hmm. of clothes in the corner of our yeah.
1: Bedroom. But like you know, with like body love and self love and body confidence and all that, it is really a daily practice. Much like working out, you can't just go to the gym once and be like, I did it. You know, like yeah. you have to like keep doing it and it it really is a practice and like for me like I said it's taking a selfie every day and you know like I don't post them all the time but it's also like catching myself in negative self-talk and then stepping back and saying you know I might not like this thing about my body right now but here are five things that I do like, like I have a really cute nose. I am super strong. Like my legs are really muscly, blah, 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 you know? So like, it's a practice. It's truly a practice. And especially for women, you know, in our society where it's like, you're constantly bombarded with all these messages of like, you're bad and your body is ugly and you should feel bad Buy our products. You know, like you really have to keep at it.
0: One of my favorite quotes of all time is from that, from that, uh, uh, that high school commencement speech song, the Baz Luhrmann song from the 90s. Like, do mm-hmm. not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Yeah. And I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I um, I've been seeing a lot of stuff online. Um, like there's a, and I can't remember her name, but there's a model who went very recently uh, mm-hmm. untouched in Playboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a big thing. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, no, fuck you. These are not being photo, these are not being photoshopped. These are not being airbrushed. This is who I am. This is how I look. This Mm -hmm. is how, this is, if you want to publish pictures of me, you have to, you are not allowed to retouch them. And she did it and it's amazing. And I, yeah, I followed, started following her on Twitter and Instagram and it's like, I'm really, Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that now that there are so many, Good, positive, body image positive, sex mm-hmm. positive yeah. women out there professionally. Yeah.
1: Susan Sarandon. Susan oh Sarandon. Oh, my God. Oh that my God. outfit was flawless. Unbelievable. She yeah. looks amazing. Yeah.
0: And then everybody's like, Ugh. And then she posted a side-by-side of her from that and then her from, like, Rocky Horror Picture mm-hmm. Show. And yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> he still looks that good forty years later, almost fifty yeah. years later. Yeah. Fuck. you Like,
1: I want to know whose blood she's bathing in. Because yeah. seriously, like yeah. goals. Like, yeah. I want to be that fashion forward when I'm her age. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm, you know, you know, Tess Holliday, and and, and mm-hmm. just so many. Uh, uh, London. I'm a big fan of London Andrews. And, yeah. Um. I like uh, Amber Rose. Uh, yeah, Amber Rose,
1: Amber Rose, and Black China, yeah, both yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs>
0: um. But I'm, I'm, I'm liking, you know... And then, not only that, but in music and comedy, and there's so many more women... Dude, the video Beyoncé
1: dropped, I, too? Yes. Ugh.
0: Yes, Stop Ugh. Shooting Us, that whole thing. Yeah. Amy Schumer, and mm-hmm. all these uh, female comics and female people coming forward, and just being like, we're done. We're yeah. We're tired of the shit. Yeah. We're tired of... of this whole man woman thing and mm-hmm. and us having to eat shit for it and mm-hmm. we're tired of it and we we're moving we are moving forward we yeah. are pushing the wheel forward yeah. and that's what I I'm, yeah. I'm supporting well, that like, enough and is reposting, enough yeah, you know? like, yeah 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Hi, everyone. It's Michael. I just wanted to jump in here with a special offer for you, the listeners of the Something Something Experience podcast. Audible.com is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend The Smartest Book in the World by former guest and friend of the podcast, Greg Proops. It's a rollicking reference guide to the most essential areas of knowledge in Proops' universe, from the noteworthy names of the ancient world and baseball, to the movies you must see, and the albums you must hear. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash something2xp. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash something2xp for your free audiobook. If you sign up using that URL, they'll give us a little something in return, and you'll be supporting an independent podcast just like that. Thanks for listening, and now, back to the show. And now, you know, we've talked about it before, Star Wars, the new Ghostbusters movie, just more and more. Did you see the new
1: photos that came out?
0: Oh my god,
1: for Ghostbusters? No. Um, They just released a new set of photos, (laughs) um, and this one actually had Chris Hemsworth. And, like, Mm. I have never been attracted to Chris Hemsworth before. I know he did the long hair thing with Thor, but he was a little too swole for my liking. But I saw a photo of him at the desk answering phones, and they put him in, like, a nice vest and glasses. I'm like... I get it now. Yeah,
0: the, the yeah, thirst. yeah, 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 yeah. My, my, um, the thing that I was really excited about was the new Ghostbusters uh, Lego set for yes, the new movie. Yes, that's yes, really, yes. That's really that's making me happy too. Um, the, you know, I was worried that the nerd the nerd thing was going to go away, but I'm liking how now nerd culture is just becoming culture. Yeah, and yeah. now it's much more of a thing. And I'm also seeing a swing of nerd people. Of like little comics and stuff of like like hey I, I'm really excited about this football game and like, oh, you watching football hunting and the other guy's just like you need to just let me like stuff and yeah. and there's a swing now back to like okay Jock. Your your sports ball. This is what you're nerdy about. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it, and, yeah. And and let let everybody well, like what they like, that's and it's okay. Why
1: I made reference to that one meme that's going around, like, oh my god, you guys, it's the season finale of the football. The fandom's going crazy. Yeah. Everybody's cosplaying, yeah. Like, but tickets to the con are so expensive, <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah. You know,
1: yeah. I I loved that because yeah. it shows, like, no, this is just well, their thing.
0: Nerdist oh. just added a new a new podcast, and it's oh. all about sports. It's okay. this nerdy. It's it's a it's a it's a new it's it's some it's a guy who's like a comedian who's mm-hmm. super nerdy but really into sports and he's not like a real aggressive macho guy yeah he's a real nice sweet nerdy guy yeah. who also really loves sports and boom new podcast like, and that's and the thing, Hardwick's like, even going to be a guest on it yeah
1: too. like you can be into sports and you can be sporty without being a misogynistic like macho asshole you know? yeah
0: I'm, I'm seeing the pendulum. Sp- uh, swing, come back the other way toward the middle, where, like, yeah. okay, it's like, okay, forever it was jocks and blah, 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 bro, so yeah. bro culture, whatever, and then there was the big swing toward nerd yeah. culture, but now we're swinging back toward the middle, and now that wall is starting to crumble, and I mm-hmm. like that. Well, I want more integration yeah. and of of people just allowing each other to like what they and like. And I think,
1: too, like, everybody's just fucking sick and tired of bro culture. Like, that last uh, Seth Rogen movie, the Christmas one, totally bombed, and came. it's like... Yeah. You know, we're tired of it. Yeah, like yeah. it's the I've, same bullshit over and over, over
0: and over and over again. Yeah. Now there's some new movie coming out, and Seth Rogen's in it, and James Franco isn't. So who knows? <laughs> I might actually. But it's. But then there's other people in it too. I, I don't know what it is or well, what it's about. But, one you know. thing
1: that was interesting, there was um, a study done that reviewed like those bro culture movies versus like the the girly equivalent. And they showed how, like, um, most film critics will talk about movies like Neighbors or, like, that Christmas one. And they'll be like, oh, it's a funny romp, ha, ha, ha. And then at the end, the character learns to grow up and da, 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 da. But when they talk about movies like Sisters or, like, Trainwreck, where it's, like, women behaving badly, a lot of male critics, like don't even give it a chance. They're like, I was so bored and blah, blah, blah. And these girls are just drinking and her dirt, to dirt, you know, these
0: and women like, are acting like men. We can't have that. Yeah.
1: Well, it's not even that, like they're not willing to like, give it a chance because they don't see female stories as valid right. or worthwhile, right. you right. know? And it's like, right. not everything is about you. Right. Right. Not everything has to be for you. But also if you're a film critic, like, isn't it part of your job to give everything a chance and give every single story like an equal amount of your attention and validity? Like yeah. do your fucking job, man.
0: <laughs> Even some of the some of the people like critics and stuff who were held in such high regard and and blah 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 used to go into certain certain films Mm -hmm. Prejudgy, like like I mean I remember Roger Ebert being really hard on Prince movies Mm -hmm. and Prince movies you know Purple Rain was was actually pretty epic but then Under the Cherry Moon was just a really fun silly comedy yeah and it was hilarious but then you know the criticism that he had of it was just I just remember things like really why okay you don't like Prince so yeah you it's know, just,
1: like, it's an underlying cultural bias that somehow stories about women are less deserving of, like, right. people's time and energy and stuff like that. And it's, like, yeah, it might not be about you. You might not see yourself in it. But there are other people who exist besides, life you know, is like, more,
0: more than white, just,
1: straight, cisgendered dudes. Right.
0: Life <laughs> is more about... There's so much more to life than just pink dick. Yeah. You know? Really. Yeah. You know? And... and <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm finding myself. I saw another article too that reminds me. Um, there was an article about action movies and about how we miss our vulnerable male action heroes, mm-hmm. like. Guys and guys, action heroes of the 70s and 80s got their asses handed to them constantly. Yeah, Indiana Jones, Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. guys like that. They would get their asses. I mean, kicked.
1: even Luke Skywalker in a New Hope, yes. you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or in Empire with yeah. the, the Wampa and all that, and yeah. then, you know, at the end of at the end of uh, Empire, just like mm-hmm. getting his hand cut off, blah blah blah, yeah. and it's like
1: the ugly cry.
0: Sure. Yeah, the <laughs> ugly cry and the you know the face all fucked up from the yeah. car wreck, but um, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's a, we miss those action heroes. We, you know, you see, you see your Avengers, you see your Gone in sixty seconds, and these guys just mm-hmm. walk out at the end of the movie well, unscathed. You know, you know,
1: plug to Fury Road again, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Mad Max, mm-hmm. in that he was vulnerable you and bet. he needed help. Yeah, he and got his ass was, handed to him. Yeah, he was strong enough as a person to be like, "All right, I need somebody to help me get this thing off my face," and like, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Like I, I love that Fury Road is nominated for Best Picture yeah. and it's probably not gonna get it, it but I it want win, it to but, but so yeah, badly yeah, yeah. because like that that was my favorite movie of the yeah. year. Like yeah, that was just the perfect. I really did movie. like I
0: did really like Fury Road. I still think probably my favorite movie of the year was Ex Machina, which yeah. didn't get nominated for Dick, maybe some mm-hmm. special effects thing or whatever. I don't pay attention to yeah. the Oscars. Um I don't pay the attention to the Oscars anyway, but right. the fact well, that, especially
1: because that, Oscar's so white. Exactly. <laughs> and
0: that just adds yet another thing. Plus mm-hmm. I'm not into the whole Hollywood self-congratulation thing. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. um, you know, don't break your arm patting yourself on the back right. kind of thing. Like, but aren't we awesome? The and Oscars
1: it, do have an effect on like what movies get mm-hmm, made. Mm-hmm, like they mm-hmm. do hold weight culturally you bet. because, you know, you bet. if a movie wins awards, then studios are like, make more of those movies, just bankroll like right, all right, of those right, right, you know? right.
0: well that's what I think I'm think think I i think not into award shows period but uh-huh. I think for me the choices that get made at the Golden Globe seem to be a lot more in line with how things should be instead yeah. of because so many people of color so many mm-hmm. women, so many trans women Gina so Rodriguez
1: many, won for best comedy actress again yeah. and like, and well the fact that they have a comedy
0: category yeah. the fact that they have a fucking comedy category yeah. Yeah didn't did the Martian get nominated for best comedy or something?
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but and yeah like,
1: I, I tried to read the book I really did yeah, and I like, I well, like I just
0: couldn't
1: I <laughs> couldn't take the book seriously because it's like written in a bro voice like yeah. you're supposed to believe that this you know biologist who's surviving is someone who's like oh shit yeah like i could totally do this and it would be fucking great and i'm like no scientist talks like my 20 year old brother right you know yeah like yeah. you have more education than this
0: yeah <laughs> yeah Me, game yeah. um
1: Yeah, I'm just tired of
0: movies of, you know, governments throwing billions of dollars to rescue Matt Damon. I'm just like, no. Well,
1: especially after, like, he tried to mansplain racism to a black woman, like, Mm. (laughs) and like, you know, he didn't even apologize. He just doubled down on, like, his mansplaining. And I'm like, please tell me more about your experiences with racism as a straight white dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The 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 thing that I the the other the, the, the other thing I've been thinking about lately is um, I like a lot of the feminist voices that are coming to the surface and mm-hmm. I like all that but I also it, it, it's funny with with the left with the left side of politics mm-hmm. there's always a push for more there's yeah. always a push for more and it's like okay we're starting to see more more feminist stuff like that mm-hmm. but let's get some intersectionality in there too yeah it's because a lot of feminist strong feminist voices are just like yeah. you're kind of ignoring what w- trans women you're kind mm-hmm. of ignoring women of color yeah we really need to put that stuff in there too
1: yeah well like as far as like women of color who are pushing feminism i know we mentioned beyonce but mm-hmm. uh america ferrera and gina rodriguez you know they They're both Latina women and they're pushing for feminism. Like in an interview, uh, America Ferreira said, like, I don't compete with women like I don't see them as my competition I see them as my friends and as my buddies and da-da-da. And I'm like preach
0: yeah yeah preach yeah, we yeah. don't
1: need to fight with each other yeah like, yeah 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 Yeah,
0: there is no <laughs> scarcity of men there are no yeah. scarcity of good men out there there's well, no need to compete that, with one another there's no
1: scarcity of like jobs there's no scarcity of you know compliments like we don't need to fight over who's prettier we can both be pretty in right. our own way, you know? Work on
0: your character. I mean, yeah. and that's the thing is, 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 is goes back to Martin Luther King too. It's like, let's stop judging people for their skin. And mm-hmm. then, you know, obviously it was, it was about black versus white or, you know, people of color versus, yeah. versus white. Yeah. But I think that also translates into everything else. Let's stop, mm-hmm. let's stop judging and holding people accountable for what they were born with. Yeah. And let's work on. All of us working on our character, on ourselves inside.
1: Well, and again, like, you and Danny are two of my besties, so you know this about me. Like, while I do appreciate compliments on my looks, and, you know, I'll say thank you and everything like that, the compliments that really make me feel flattered are, you know, things like, you're smart, you're talented, or, like, if you want to compliment my body, you're strong. It's more about what I can do rather than, like, you know my genetics. (laughs) Well, the,
0: the, the, I've, I've been adjusting my language, trying to adjust my language in, in interacting in a complimentary fashion with the women Mm -hmm. that I know, um, you know, online and offline. And the Mm -hmm. word that I'm, I've been trying to use more than any other is powerful. Yeah. Is, is you, you come off as powerful. You, you appear powerful. I see you as powerful. And that's because to me, power comes from within.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and, Uh, that's what I'm trying to go. It's like, yes, you look fierce, but you, you know, the your power is, even if I find somebody physically attractive and want to, Mm -hmm. you know, fantasize about putting things in things. I'm like, I'm like, there's a, the, the power you're exhibiting mm-hmm. is is the, the, the attractive quality yeah. that, that radiates outward and brings yeah. more to the table yeah. on your physical appearance. Yeah,
1: and again, it's it's still nice to hear like you look pretty or you know like you're looking gorgeous. But like the the things I've noticed that like are making me blush or like you look really strong or somebody told me like you look like someone who works out and can lift heavy things. I'm right,
0: like, I do. Or like you dance gracefully. Yes. That's a real yes. big one for you too yeah. is, is your dancing stuff. And I've been, I've been complimenting <laughs> people on their dancing too and, and trying to, to, to uplift mm-hmm. instead of subjectify objectify yeah, yeah. and that the, because the, there is that fine razor thin edge right
1: and it, it comes down to who's in power like if the person doing the thing is in power mm-hmm. then they're not being objectified exactly, exactly if they're not in power that's objectification right, right. it's it's really that and
0: simple. me just kind of always walking around and saying yeah I'm, I, I, rec- I, tr- I try to recognize my privilege in every mm-hmm. interaction that I yeah. have and try not to ever, you know, stick that under somebody's nose ever, Uh, you know? And I mean, it, 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 sometimes, you know, just because of the the world we live in, it's hard to, to completely step away from that. Yeah. Um, Well, and
1: you know, unlearning those behaviors is a process. The point is that you're trying, you know, Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. (laughs) who is telling me about mansplaining, somebody was telling me about that, about, oh, oh, it was actually a conversation with our friend Jenna about saying mm-hmm. that, you know, that there was a, she's like, there was really funny one time at the club. You were, you were, you you caught, you know, we caught, caught you mansplaining and it was adorable. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was probably just trying to let whoever I was talking to know that I kind of am empathetic and understanding, mm-hmm. but then it kind of comes off as that. And everything was like, well, actually, but I was, but then mm-hmm. obviously we had the mansplaining episode of the podcast yeah. too, where I'm like, oh shit, I was just doing that, wasn't I? Damn
1: yeah. it. And well, then
0: totally they called myself out on my shit there taking
1: a page from you guys like one of my favorite shutdowns for mansplaining now is i know how blank technology works yes yes. because then usually like they're like oh shit <laughs> 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 um like i i had to do that recently where somebody was uh trying to mansplain like something about star wars to me and i'm like was look the dude guy, was
0: it the guy at the party
1: Uh, no, this was was another another guy. Y E
0: T A N O T H E R.
1: Like, I'm pretty sure if, you know, I had a dime for every guy who tries to mansplain Star Wars to me, I'd have enough money to build my own Death Star by now. (laughs) Like. Pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, it, it happens a lot. Um, almost as soon as I stay, like, oh, yeah, like, I take my Star Wars pretty seriously. It's like, you do? Let me mansplain to you, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this, this guy was, like asking me something and i was like oh yeah i kind of remember that game and then he's like well you know like the kyber crystals and blah 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 and i'm like dude i know how lightsaber technology works you know i'm currently trying to put together a kylo ren lightsaber that's to scale you know with my german longsword like i know how lightsaber technology works
0: yeah yeah yeah, no, I mean, I, I, like I said, I've said it on the podcast before and I'll say it again. I, I've been watch- I saw Star Wars, you know, New Hope in the theater, first run, first week, twice, mm-hmm. but I would never, ever question your, your Star Wars knowledge. I know nothing of the EU, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know all that stuff, video games and books Thank and you. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I, and, and so I'm just like, and I, I just like, what is wrong with somebody knowing more than somebody else? Right? What, what I feel, I feel bad. Good being around people who are smarter than me because I'm gonna learn something and I'm gonna, and I, I just being able to interact with people who Mm -hmm. are smarter than I am, you know,
1: and it's like kind of a weird place to be in as like a girl geek, because like, yes, I am very familiar with the EU, but like, I don't know everything about it. And some stuff I'm kind of fuzzy on because like, I may have read that book in 1997 or that game came out in 2000. Like, I'll remember overarching things, but it's like, Oh, what was the password given to Kyle Katarn, you know, and like this part of the video game, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Wasn't it Wookiee Feet? And then someone would be like, No, no, that was what he thought it was, but the actual password was. And it's like, Dude, I I played that game in 2000 or whatever. Speaking as a
0: dude, we're socialized (laughs) to compete Mm -hmm. from a very young age. And it's usually in the form of sports or athleticism or that whole bully, stronger, weaker herd thing. Yeah. So. Even if you don't take to that
1: mm-hmm. sports
0: thing, bro culture thing, you're gonna
1: find some other way to. You're compete. You're gonna find
0: some other way to compete, yeah. and and you you get this competitive streak in you. So if you are a nerd, you're gonna spend your time. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. you turn into th- you turn into uh, uh, um, Big Bang Theory. Guy. You took in, you <laughs> turn into Big Bang Theory, where yeah. these guys are just constantly trying to out nerd one another, oh, and it's God. just like somebody. No, it's not. No,
1: it's also making fun of nerds. And also, like, there's one character on there who is that creepy nerd guy mm-hmm. who doesn't understand boundaries mm-hmm. and is constantly mm-hmm. making women feel weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? But, um, I just got into it about the Big Bang Theory because there was an article going around about, like, this is exactly why the Big Bang Theory sucks. And they were talking about Saga. Which we've talked about on the show. It's a great comic book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Danny and Lily
0: just started reading Saga. So good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, But they have like a nerd girl reading Saga, and two of the characters are like, "Oh, you're reading Saga?" Blah blah blah. And they don't talk about the comic book on the show. They don't talk about the amazing plot or you know like the art or anything like that. You know, one of the characters is just like, "Oh yeah, the cover is you know like a woman breastfeeding her baby," and it's like. You know nothing of this comic. Like they do that. Up. They use. They take
0: like little nerd culture nuggets and use them as like a punchline. It's yeah. Like, it's like it's like okay. It's like the it's like the Family Guy. No, was it Family Guy? I don't remember what show it was, but they were making fun of Murphy Brown, We're like Bla, blah 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 Vincent Sununu, blah 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 the squeaky from blah blah blah. And that's what they do on 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 Big Bang Theory. It's like blah 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 Doctor Who, blah 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 TARDIS. And it's like these are not fans of of nerd culture.
1: Yeah. And I mean, Saga is such an amazing comic that deals with issues of like racism and like interracial love and stuff like that, and the baby that's being breastfed is actually the narrator and the main character. But no, let's just talk about like there's a boob on the cover. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know. Well, and the one person on that show who the uh, one actor on that show who is legitimately a nerd. I mean, that's one out of the whole cast, mm-hmm. and every you know, like like Jim Parsons is not a nerd. I mean, yeah. he's not a Doctor Who fan. Yeah, he's just not. Yeah, and you know, and and they. It, it, it. Representation, yeah. Representation, yeah. There's no representation well, on and that also, show. Also,
1: like, don't even get me started on their representation of women.
0: Oh, you yeah, know,
1: yeah, like it's yeah. terrible. The. um yeah. yeah, and and the main girl who's not nerdy is the punchline. Yeah, because she's dumb and ha ha, she doesn't know she's about just astrophysics a dumb or whatever.
0: But you yeah. still want to fuck her, and that's all you care about. Yeah, blah blah blah. And yeah. Then you try, and then you didn't. And um, just, one uh, of my
1: old roommates tried to get me to watch it because she's like, no, they have like nerd girls on the show, like eventually, and like blah blah blah, like they get girlfriends, and I'm like, these are still terrible representations of nerd mm-hmm, girls, mm-hmm. and also like,
0: well, I, I mean, I like Maya Bialik's character, but I'm not going to watch that show just for her because yeah. she's not even she's a secondary character on the yeah. show.
1: Yeah, and also like um, and there's she's a, an actual
0: nerdy like doctor of whatever yes, physics yes. or whatever degree she has. She knows
1: know. what she's talking about. Right. She's legit. The same way Natalie Portman is legit you know and everything. Right. Um, but yeah, like the, the creepy guy gets married to like a microbiologist or someone with a doctorate and I remember my roommate sitting me down to watch like You know, one of the shows with the two of them interacting, and it was kind of that same character arc, you know, where it's like, oh, I was a creep, but since I met you, you made me a better person. And it's like, motherfucker, it is not her job to make you a better person. You should just like, be a better person, mm, you mm. know? Like, I don't want it to be my job to have to, like, civilize someone or teach them how to be a person, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I mean, I, a, I do like, understand the trope. feeling of, of when you meet somebody, it makes you want to be a better person, but mm-hmm. it's not their job to put, to push you yeah. in that direction. It's just, it's, it, if it happens as a, as a result yeah. of the relationship you're in with them, great. Well, but, and
1: also real change has to come from you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If, like, Your partner or your friend or, you know, your family member is trying to make you change. You might change for a little while, but it's not going to last because it's not real. No, no.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, Buddhist buys a hot dog. Um, (laughs)
1: um,
0: (laughs) I hope everybody knows that joke. Um, um, You you know that joke, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. there was something I was going to say, and I don't remember. It probably wasn't important. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> gotta go. Alright, so, um, well, we gotta wrap up. You got stuff to do. You got shit yeah, to
1: do. Yeah, I do. But, uh, so, this is going
0: to be a short one. It's going to go up the week after this. I'm still working on the Bowie cast. It's mm-hmm. so much material to edit. Like, yeah. I've got four hours worth of stuff. Much That I'm like still trying to whittle down. Career. Yes, <laughs> that I'm still trying to whittle down into. A, 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 you know, a digestible uh, piece of two hours mm-hmm. or less. So it's still coming. I know yeah. I haven't posted anything in a while, yeah. but uh, as
1: far yeah. as stuff that I can recommend, stuff that I'm watching, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Oh. I love Supergirl. I finally I've heard, got caught I've up. heard
0: back and forth of of it's good. It's mm-hmm. good. It's not. You know, it's good from a feminist perspective. Yeah. It's not good from a feminist perspective. There, there
1: are some things that it needs to work on. Overall, I really like it. I think that the Devil Wears Prada aspect can get get a little tiresome, especially... Uh, the, uh,
0: the, what's her name? Uh, Harrison Ford's wife yeah. character.
1: Yeah, um, Super Lockhart, yeah. Supergirl's... Yeah. Supergirl's boss can be a little grating at times, but the further you go into the series, the more they humanize her, and you see, like, she's a very three-dimensional character. She's angry because she's not because connected reasons. with her kid. She's, like you know got all this pressure from like her mom and I'm like all right you know what good job supergirl she's not this like cliche of like you know angry boss lady she's a person and mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. I love them for that
0: I keep seeing good articles about characters that they're bringing in characters from the comic books yes, that they're bringing in yes. the show and crosso- I don't want to
1: spoil anything it has been really good yeah. there has yeah. been stuff
0: like that yeah. you know crossover with the flash TV show and 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 they're bringing in, so I'm hearing mm. positive things. But the the biggest, the first thing was the, the, the conversation I had back before the series started, where they mm-hmm. saw the trailer at the trailer for the TV show yeah. at the movie theater, and they're just like, "Really? This is like it's like yeah. Gilmore Girls it's, meets comic. It's books an
1: old trope that they're using, but again, they do humanize that character. I think mm. it's around like episode Five or six. So,
0: recommendation accepted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good, good, good. I like
1: it. And it's also just nice to see this girl, like, mm-hmm. you know, kicking ass and punching cars and mm-hmm. stuff like That's that. That's cool. So,
0: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my thing, watch New X-Files. It is mm-hmm. just, it's kicking my teeth in. It's so Good. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of good podcasts about it recently, a lot of mm-hmm. good talk. Duchovny Oh, speaking of, oh, that was the one I was going to mention. Did, did you know that Duchovny like, is almost has a PhD?
1: No. Yes. That's he awesome. Yale.
0: Like, Almost, <laughs> almost a Yale PhD. I mean, he went through the thing where he got his master's degree and was, like, this shy from the dissertation. He went through his orals for PhD, oh. this shy of his dissertation. They talked about it on Nerdist Man. last week. And,
1: and my Lady Broner. Bam. Two sizes that lady day. Lady
0: Broner? Lady Boner. <laughs> you said Lady Broner. <laughs> Did
1: I? Oh, my God. Okay.
0: Oh, my God. That reminds me. I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were talking. I meant,
1: I meant, you know I meant no, Lady no, Broner. Like, that's, that's how turned on I am right now.
0: <laughs> I can't even yeah. talk. Well, I was talking so to a smart. friend of mine about, about, and we mentioned, and I accidentally said, David Blowy. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was like, and it was like, hello, I'm David Blowy. <laughs> and then it was like, as the world goes down, instead of as the world falls down, just all these jokes. And it's like, I'm going to text you in the middle of the week, or you won't even expect it. I'm going to say David Blowy. And like, ah,
1: ah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, listen to Bowie. Watch new X Files, mm-hmm. um, Supergirl. Supergirl, that's yeah. great. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of. But mostly, it's been like social. I haven't done a lot of media stuff. Yeah. lately, really, but yeah. the new X Files. Like X-Files I
1: said, I, cool. I just need to make time to sit down and binge. Oh, Archer's coming out in friends. March. Yes, um, yes. Um, oh, really new, so new Venture
0: Brothers. New Venture Brothers. Oh this my
1: is God! Awesome. I saw I saw the first episode. <sighs> so good. And I've been going
0: back and watching what the episodes I missed out of series four and five, season yeah. four and five. Yeah. I just wallowed in, in just like w- a washed in several episodes yeah. of, 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 uh, I love Bros the other what day. What they're
1: doing with so Dr. Girl or technically Dr. Mrs. The Monarch mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. she's just running shit, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like, the monarchs again.
0: Like, we've had that break and been away, but we're yeah. right back into it, like it's always been. I just
1: I love how the monarch is so supportive of her, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, "Okay, you go do your guild stuff. I'm going to be here trying to do whatever to Doctor Venture." But you know, he's still like, "I love you, Puka." Yeah, like,
2: okay, like I love you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweetie darling,
1: <laughs> you know. But like, yeah. I I like those interactions where she gets to be, you know, this like badass. Boss lady, and That's he's cool. totally cool, cool with it, and That's he supports cool. her. Um, and I love their spoof on the Avengers. Oh, too. yeah, that yeah. Was great. Everything's.
0: I'm, and and I'm, <laughs> I'm just loving all of their throwing everything nerd culture, everything everywhere mm-hmm. that ever was into that show. Yeah. That everything that you've ever seen everywhere is real in that world, mm-hmm. is a thing in that world, yeah. and gets thrown in there. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh,. Give us your info.
1: Okay. Um you can find my graphic design at Kitty Brown Designs. I'm on Facebook as Kitty Brown, I'm on Twitter as Kitty Brown, and I'm on Instagram as Black Magic Woman, and that's Magic with a K. The Alistair Crowley way of spelling it.
0: Um <laughs> uh, let me bring up I'm gonna have to cut this a little bit out while I search for my spiel. I'm still just end. like
1: I, I put something on Instagram that's like, you know, when you find that dress that's perfect for a ritual and a dinner date, you know, and it's like, so chaos, oh, magic, that. and chill.
0: Was that that one dress that was all, like, strappy, see-through sides oh, and stuff? Oh, no, no. It that was,
1: that was, uh, thank amazing. you. It was, uh, my little skeleton dress with oh. the long sleeves because it's been really cold at night. But I'm still just like, <laughs> so chaos, magic, and chill?
0: <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, I'm at St. Michael on Twitter. That's S-A-Y-N-T-M-Y-K-L. I'm underscore St. Michael on Instagram. You can find us as something2xp.net. Please subscribe and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook and Google+. Check out our blog. Listen to past episodes on something2xp.net. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. Email us at something2xp at gmail.com. And remember, please be kind
2: you just listened to the Something Something Experience podcast with your hosts Michael John Simpson and Kitty Brown. Something 2XP was conceived and produced by Michael John Simpson. Intro music, Ways to Change Faces, and outro music, Scorpio 37, was written, produced, and provided by the talented Sebastian Ciceri. Please visit our website at something2xp.net. You can find us online everywhere as Something2XP. Please subscribe and review us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook and Google+. Please help support our podcast and get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com something2xp. Email us at something2xp at gmail.com. We invite your feedback. Please be kind.